T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 105 on the show here on KMOX. Chris, Ron, Jamie, Mark, Scores, Kevin Wheeler with you here for another hour, 10 to 2 every single weekday moving forward. Uh, so many places you can connect with us on Twitter, at the show KMOX, or actually, yeah, at the show KMOX. Uh, all of our Twitter handles are on there. If you want to hit up uh, any of us individually, you can find that there. Uh, as the days go on, we're going to be more active on Instagram There's you know, the, the, and, and on TikTok, too. You guys prepare your dances. Um, we'll have those set up. In, they're set up now, but those are going to start you know, being a little more active mm-hmm. in the coming days. All of that is on the Twitter page, at the show KMOX. You can find us right now on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash KMOX. KMOX 1120, and uh, I we just we turn our cameras off, or we're starting to do this during the breaks because it's weird because I'm eating a sandwich. I'm like I don't want people <laughs> staring at my face while I'm eating a sandwich. Yeah, and you've been eating a sandwich every single break. I know it's, 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 it took a long time. It's it a huge a, sandwich. Yeah, it was a good sandwich. Um, so there are all those ways you can be a part of the show. We're going to be including your voicemails, text messages, all of that as much as we can. We want it to be a participation event when you're catching up with us every single day. Um, now, we want to start this hour building off of something we touched on earlier. I mean, look, the the last week or so, and it feels like every so often for a week or so, these stories about gun violence come up and we talk about them and we talk about what could change. And obviously, we know that nothing has changed. And we touched on, the, we asked the question earlier whether or not this is the thing that will change it. I don't know why this would be as opposed to any of the other ones that have popped up. But we we have brought up the topic of simple steps yeah. or at least things that we can start with and uh, i know before the show you guys we talked a bit about states that have red flag laws yeah. and things along those lines so where do we go like as a as a first step where do we go because the first step is not going to be anything dramatic nothing ever gets done dramatically because there's always going to be a fight if you're trying to do anything big so where can we start to move yeah. toward a good direction on this topic right and i don't think that this like like you said <laughs> I think politicians have a have a habit of taking a tragedy and then picking one or extreme side of an argument so that there's no room for compromise and then nothing gets done. But the thing is, there are steps that we can take that should be data driven and bipartisan. Now, one of those is red flag laws. They're also called extreme risk protection orders or a gun violence restraining order. And the thing is, there has been some research on red flags that we see in mass shooters. And believe it or not, it was Arizona Governor Doug Ducey who proposed a comprehensive safe schools program and looked at analysis of all these school shooters. He did this after Parkland, Florida. In 2007, the Virginia Tech shooter, 2012, Sandy Hook, 2018, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, 1999, Columbine, 
2015, there was a community college, and every single one of these deadliest school shootings, including Uvalde, Texas, which we just saw, the shooter exhibited behavior before the shooting that would have triggered red flag laws. 19 states have red flag laws. Only one red state has red flag laws. But this should be something. Indiana. You know, I, I didn't type it. I didn't uh, write down which state I it think was. It's, that I might think be Indiana. it is Indiana. So yeah. one state has it. And the thing is, with the red flag laws, it's not taking away Second Amendment rights. It's looking at data. And it could have stopped these mass shootings because so often we see the argument, well, we can't possibly stop all of them. Or these shooters will figure out a way. Well, A... Even if you can't stop all of them, let's stop some of them. Yep. Let's yeah. stop Uvalde. Let's stop Parkland. And B, the, let's make it harder for these people who are exhibiting these signs to get guns. Don't say, well, he'll figure out a way. Okay, well, then make him. Make him yeah. figure make it him out. Make him figure well, out Well, we also don't take that approach with any other crisis. We didn't say, well, we can't stop all terrorists, so why bother trying? We took the steps that we could take. Right. You can't stop it, it. Like, as an example, if some terrorist organization wanted to attack any shopping mall in the country, they could do it in a heartbeat. There, there's nothing we could do about it. But we didn't say, well, they could do all that. So why bother with all the airline stuff? I well, mean, you know, we took action where we could mm-hmm. to try to take the steps to prevent at le- even if like you said, if it's not everybody, at least some. some. Oh, oh, by the way, we, we have kind of curbed terrorism. It, I mean, when's the last time a coordinated terrorist attack has right. happened? It was here? September 11th, right. Suc- a successful one. Right. I mean, there have been. Right. So, I mean, there, there have been, been like that have been thwarted. Yeah, yeah, there have been individual. Well, but that's, that's, the, that's point. the point. Yes, is, is exactly that we're, right. we're doing things to stop exactly it. Exactly right, and it works. Yeah. Um, but and and wh- I mean, I have a number of issues with people who want to immediately argue against any sort of gun laws, any sort of gun measures at all. When they say, and Amy, you touched on it. Um, it's mental illness. Mental illness is the problem. Okay, fine. Let's do something about it. But what what was really happening here is the people who say it's mental illness, most of them don't really want to do anything about mental illness. They just want you to stop talking about the guns. Well, Anything to deflect from the guns. And the people who are in favor of some gun measures some sensible ones, because there are a lot of those out there that are rejected in a lot of states, the people who are for those are also for mental illness. It's not one or the other for us. It's we're, we're, we're here for both. Yes, let's help the mentally ill. Let's make sure they have the resources. Let's make sure they are taken care of. And let's also see what we can do about guns, too. A multi-pronged approach. NPR had a story, and they looked at the family situation of these school shooters, and it looked at Again, what you mentioned, mental health, also, you know, broken families. We talk about that. We talk about stabilizing institutions, uh, like whether it's the Rotary Club or the Bowling League or a a church group, whatever it is, we become more and more isolated. And all a lot of these school shooters tend to be very, very isolated, right? So you can throw all of these aspects out there and say, yes, the breakdown of family, mental health, isolation, that all leads to this type of shooting. However, 
Those are not arguments against gun laws. If anything, saying that these institutions are broken, that our mental health system is broken, are arguments for gun laws to make it more difficult for people, especially people who have exhibited signs of violence yep. or a desire to harm others and themselves, make it harder for them to get And, and that's guns. why it's, I, I think it's also very important to make sure that we don't just say all mentally ill people are a danger because yeah, they're, they're not because they're not. a lot of people have mental illness, but they are not predisposed to go find a rifle that no. can a, a high capacity, high velocity weapon that can shred a bunch of people. They're not trying to do that. So it's not all mentally ill people. There are mentally ill people, but we have to make sure we define the ones who are likely to carry out something like this. Yeah. Well, let's there are a couple of things to me that are that are should be easily understood in this. Number 1, nobody who abides by the law, who ha, who owns guns or wants to own them should be prevented from having them, right? If you're going to act, if you're going to follow the law, you're good. And I don't think that that gets um communicated clearly enough mm-hmm. with people that want change because I want change, but I don't think that people that aren't doing anything wrong should have to change. No. They should be left alone and that should be clear. And then the other part of this is we need to be able to learn from other parts. I mentioned I mentioned this with terrorism, but you know, this argument that you're never going to stop people from this. Well, all right. Then why do we have the drug war? Why did we have a a 50-year drug war? Which costs us a lot of money. Because we can't stop you're never going to stop people. What's at the root of drug use? A lot of times it is Depression or yep. something along the lines of Poverty. what we just talked about. Poverty. So we, if we aren't going to be able to correct those problems, you do have to take similar actions with similar problems. You can't stop every car accident. Well, we have speed limits. We have rules. Mm-hmm. We have laws. And if you violate those, you lose your privilege. Right. right. And, and if you can't pass the test, you don't get to drive. And I, and I think that that's part of the issue here is that we have, we have plenty of examples that already exist in our country. Of play, of of areas where you can't fix the whole problem with one thing, but you do what you can anyway. And I don't know why it's such an offensive idea to some people I, that we could actually learn from places other than the U.S. as well. Uh, like we don't have to be an American solution. We can say, hmm, those countries do a couple things that are interesting. Maybe we should look at those things, not steal them, not do it right now, but at least talk about them. Well, I, I think there is a simple reason. I think it comes down to money. And I don't have enough time here as the segment's coming to an end to explain what I mean here. But I think that's why you get so much pushback. Yeah. I don't think it's ideology. I think it's money. I think you could probably make that point about almost every big problem in the country. There's there's a there's a there is a money problem behind it. Well, let's revisit this even for a couple minutes. You can explain because okay. I also have something that I want to add because I, everyone said, well, it's not driving. It's Second Amendment. Well, let's get to that. All right. Amy Marks, course, Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler with you on the show. I pick it on the show on KMOX. Amy Marks, course, Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler with you here. You can find us on Twitter at the show KMOX, of course, at KMOX.com. Live on Facebook right now as well, Facebook.com slash KMOX1120. And uh, you can you know see us talk. Mm-hmm. And you can send messages and stuff, too. I forgot to check. I got to check the messages because I oh. like to interact. And oh, all that. on the Facebook. On yeah. the Facebook, on the live stream. And I will say the guy in the left-hand corner staring intently at his screen about Because whom, people have been asking. Yeah, yeah. we've get, gotten many questions. That's our producer, Dave. There you go. Yep. 
Dave Baylor, Dave Baylor's our producer. There you go. And he's unfortunately got to put up with us. Yeah. Oh, uh, he could do worse. Man. We man. wanted to continue our conversation about gun laws and what we can do. And Ron, you were in the middle of explaining something. Yeah, I I think that um, we tend to talk about it in an ideological sense when it comes to guns. And you do have people who believe in it, who just so believe in owning weapons. And that's okay if if that's your thing, if that's your hobby, or you believe it's a constitutional right for you and to be an American, you should have a weapon. If that's what you believe, okay. But I think what really drives all of this, it's money. And it's the lobbying It's the National Rifle Association lobbying on the behalf of the gun manufacturers who just want there to be fewer impediments to owning a weapon. That's why they want you to be able to go get a weapon as soon as you're 18 years old, even though and I think you can't smoke, right? I think you have to be 21 to smoke now, or is it still 18 years old? I think it's 21. Is it 21? Okay. So why why am I blanking now? I don't smoke. I I thought they changed the law (laughs) fairly recently. But anyway, I I think it's because that mechanism is so powerful. And there are so many politicians who are paid to no matter what happens to defend Mm -hmm. that right to be unfettered and go get a weapon because they're selling more of them. They want to sell more of them. And, I, and that's what I think this really comes down to. And I think it that therefore convinces the average person that, yeah, yeah, I, sh- I, I should have whatever I want, whenever I want, with no restrictions whatsoever, because I, I should be able to uh, go do this to defend myself against the government if they, you know, if they step out of line. Like, I should be able to do this. And I, I but I don't think that the real driving force is ideology. I think it's there are gun manufacturers that are making a hmm. buttload of money off of this, and they are paying people to make sure that their bidding is done. I would I would do a quick pushback on the NRA and what it used to be and the power it used to have and the money it used to throw around. I do know that it is so corrupt and so broken from the inside that if you had to construct a plan on how to implode whatever your organization is. The NRA has done that somehow. They are so in love with Wayne LaPierre. I, I have no idea what in the world he's doing. David French said, "Some find someone who loves you the way the NRA loves Wayne LaPierre. I think they are a shadow of what they used to be, but there oh, it is... It was a sportsman's... Uh, yes, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think a lot of politicians are picking up on Second Amendment slogans because they want to rally their base. But I do think there is heavy ideology when it comes to gun rights for a lot of I, people. Well, I, I think for the average person there is because they've been convinced that's what's going on here. But the reality behind the scenes is they're being used. They're being used by people who are profiting off this in a huge way. I'm always stunned that that this comes back to. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. An argument that's really not being made. I don't think anybody's trying to change the Second Amendment. I don't think anybody's trying to take anything away from anybody that follows the laws. I think I, there I think what are some, but not. I'm most. talking about realistically, practically speaking. There are no, right. there are no efforts in line trying to take away those things. Um, that's the boogeyman. You know, they're coming for your guns. No, they're not. They never have been. No, and they're not, and they're and they shouldn't. It's, they a, can't. it's a ridiculous proposition. They're not coming to your house to no. take them away. And, they and might the buy way, them back from you. And by the way, it's yeah, but even then, that's it's different. Not, it's not going to be mandatory. It's never going to be, and it shouldn't be. I mean, I think we we understand that people that that follow the law, that do things the right way, are going to be okay in the it, when it comes to the Second Amendment, and it should be, and, it, and that should be made very clear because where you scare people is when you're not clear. I mean, clear messaging can fix a lot you, of. You things. know what, though, I I agree with you, but I do think the people the the greater number of voices who are on the side of we need to do something about this. Are not are I very agree. are very clearly saying I we are that. not coming for your guns. I hundred percent agree, but the, but that's that scare tactic is out there. You have to counter it. You can't How? pretend it doesn't ignore. You got to say it. They do gotta, though. No, I, think. I, I understand, but it's got to be more. I mean, there's no way any confusion on this matter is going to make it worse. You have to be very clear. And all we're you know, I think the the idea is not to change anything that has already happened, and it is not so that somebody that follows the laws or already has guns has to do anything differently with their life moving forward. They don't have to do anything differently. We're talking about people that are entering into that world and and being have it be treated like other things. Like it, there's a lot there are a lot of driving analogies, Amy. We were talking about mm-hmm. that right before the break and during the break that you know, you have to show that you're able to drive before you're allowed to drive. You have to be able to go through classes, you yeah. have to be taught, you have to you have to convince an instructor or you have to convince an evaluator that you can that you are deserving of that license to drive that car. And then once you have it, every so often you've got to show that your eyesight's not deteriorating. You have to have a, a clean driving you have record. To do a test every now right, and then. Yeah, right, right. Nothing yeah. terrible though. Nothing nothing over the top. And I think the idea here is that a similar mechanism that does the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we weed out every bad driver, but we do try to make it so that you're, if you're not ready to get that license, you're not ready. And if you do enough things wrong, you lose the privilege. But I, I think a key here, and that and gun rights advocates would say, is that driving is not a constitutional right, right? It's not the Second Amendment. And so you can have more restrictions on driving than you can on a constitutional right. My, my argument or slight pushback on that and saying that you can be pro-Second Amendment and pro-some restrictions, and that would be even the First Amendment is not without limits. Right. You can't exercise speech that is an imminent or unequivocal threat for violence. There are some restrictions on the First Amendment. And in fact, we have more First Amendment rights than we did when the First Amendment was written by the founding fathers who could put you in jail for religious blasphemy. So we have more First Amendment rights. The Second Amendment can still be a constitutional right, but it can have some 
checks and restrictions to make sure that those who are getting guns are going through the lawful process. Well, first of all, the word regulated is in the Second Amendment. And that's what we're talking about now. Some regulation is, I think, in order. And uh, the other pushback would be uh, cars weren't invented when they wrote the <laughs> Bill of Rights. Yeah. yeah. So things change, and, and, and we should adapt, and, and our Constitution should probably adapt with society and technology. He's Chris Ranji. Amy Marks scores alongside him. I'm Kevin Wheeler alongside both of them. This is the show on KMOX. All right, back in on the show. Amy Marks scores Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler here, and... That's a sigh. What? It seems so sad. That's not sad. It's um, I don't know what it is to be honest with you. It's Uh-oh. it's about the topic because oh, you know okay. everybody wants to talk about Top Gun, Top Gun, the greatest and movie ever Maverick made, Maverick being back and all that. And I'm just not. I don't care. I don't like it. I don't like. I didn't like the first movie. I thought the first movie was dumb. Um, <gasps> I mean, look. Dumb. Let's be honest, man. Yeah, you're, Maverick you're was the guy that dumb. nobody dumb. would want to know. The guy that's just going to do his thing, I'm going to do it my way because I'm just amazing and I'm better than everybody else. And oh, by the way, that lady that's my boss, that's going to be my girl. I'm going to go hit on her because that's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> what? Who are you? I hated well, that first movie of all, so much. First of all, quit spoiling the original Top yeah. Oh, yeah. For Sorry, people who haven't seen it from yet. 40 years ago. Because now you're getting some, you, you know, millennials or whatever you yeah. people are. You're getting them going to see it. And maybe they're like, well, let me let me go see the first one first. I don't think okay. I ruined it. You they ruined it. You're just first of all. And I like Tom Cruise movies, by the way. I, I think yeah. we're great. I do too. I like. I, I, I love, love Mission Impossible. Tom, yes. I'm not. This is not a Tom Cruise thing. I hated the character Maverick. Yeah. Well, first of all, you're a horrible person. Yep. Second of all, so many lead characters that you love, you wouldn't really want to know, right? There's a lot of that. And then Top Gun, the original. I mean, you talk about American iconography. There were cowboys, right? Cowboys is Americana. And then during the Cold War, it became the fighter pilot. They were the modern day cowboys. That's why you love Maverick. He's a rebel. That's like the James Dean rebel without a cause. It's so much like the military for the guy that breaks all the rules to be the one that gets to go to Top Gun. Well, well, he was number two. Yeah, he was number two. Cougar lost it. Oh, yeah. They Cougar would never lost number three. In his wings. He had to turn no, in his we, wings. We, we yeah. don't have any choice. I don't have any choice. Yeah. You don't. I've got to pick the next you guy gotta even put though your he's next... causing problems. That's what, what's the problem? The... He saved the guy's life like at the very well, beginning of the movie. And oh, also no. what Kevin just said, like, I don't like it. I don't have a choice. I got to put you in. That's literally the dialogue of the guy that sent him to Top Gun. That's I right. Know. That's why I did that. He said he had to do it. Yeah. yeah. I have to. Well, I have to he put was the going, rule breaker in, yes. the, in the top spot. You, you have to go by the metrics. Yeah. And the metrics said <laughs> Maverick is the best. He has to go to Top Gun. He has to go to Miramar. Two fun facts about the original Top Gun. One, it generated so much interest for the Navy that mm-hmm. the Navy set up recruitment tables outside movie theaters across America. Yeah. That sounds and right. Two, the, oh, go ahead. When, when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to be a pilot. Yeah, and like point, oh. and I'm like going to be a pilot. Point zero two percent of those people that ever applied got into one of those fighters. They would not allow me at 12 years old <laughs> to join. They said you cannot be a 12-year-old pilot. <laughs> oh. You're a real downer here. No, Wheels. no, I mean, like, it's also, always been a, it's always been a movie that bugged me. Like, I don't know, even when I was, because I saw it when I was young. I mean, I wasn't an adult when I saw it. And I, at the time, I didn't think anything of the whole, I'm going to pursue a relationship with this person who's here supposedly to be my boss. Um, I didn't have any of that at the time. I didn't think anything of it. I just didn't like that character because I'm like, this guy's a jerk. He's, a, he's kind of well, an that's ass. Well, that's why he goes that's by Maverick. Maverick. That's why that's his name. He leaned name. into it. He didn't lie to right. you. 
Right, right. So this is a good thing. We want the rules breakers to get the advantages. That's a great Kevin, idea. Kevin, we were, we were talking earlier about the headline accurately describing the thing. Yeah. And nothing describes Maverick better than his name. No, the headline should be Jerk Who Flies Planes Gets <laughs> Unnecessary That's what Maverick, Promotion. Maverick is the way... Is, is the, is, <laughs> You know what? Luke Skywalker was kind of a jerk when he was a kid. He was a whiny it, guy. He was a little he was, whiny he was, brat. He was, but he wasn't. He wasn't in the army. I want to go pick up some power converters. Or he wasn't in the. He wasn't in the navy. He wasn't a soldier. He was just a farming boy. Yeah, well, he's big crybaby, okay. is what he was. Yes, he was. Uh, but you but love he, him. But he grew out of that. I think he stopped being. Maybe Maverick has. Maverick. I haven't. I haven't seen the new movie. Maybe. Maybe no. Maverick's a I'm different sure guy. He's totally different. I think Wheeler should write the descriptions for, <laughs> yeah. for like the cable networks where you know it plays the movie and it's like Top Gun. Yeah. A, a, a jerk pilot gets an unnecessary promotion. <laughs> well, also with the, when the original Top Gun came out, Ray-Ban sunglasses. Yes. The sales of Ray-Ban sunglasses went through the roof. Top Gun made Ray-Ban sunglasses. And volleyball. Yep. Everybody apparently started playing volleyball. Did they? That's not true. The I made sand that up. volleyball. I made in, their, that up. in their in jeans. jeans. I made By that By the up. way. By the way, can we have a discussion? It's not the volleyball scene. It's the fact this dude, here's the one problem I do have with Maverick. This man had the audacity to play volleyball, sweating those jeans, and they're in Florida, so you know it's humid. So this man plays volleyball, puts the shirt back on, goes straight to a date, and says, hey, can I shower here? Yeah. Red like the audacity of him. That's why Maverick's a jerk. Well, that was only the one thing. Everything like, else I get. I mean, like, uh, I'm, I'm coming to your house. Hey, can I take a shower? But then also on her, <laughs> let him shower. You don't want to hang out with well, this smelly dude. Hey, no. He's like, no. tell him to go home because you're his superior. You shouldn't be talking to him like that. And she probably knew that he had no change of clothes. He was just going to put the, the stinky clothes back on. Well, that's another good point. Yeah. Now, there's see, more reasons to hate the original. But just from a practical standpoint, I'm, I might like the new one though. I will see it. I'm not. I'm not oh, gonna, I'm totally. Yeah, I'm, I, I can't wait to see the live effects. Yeah, like the way they filmed this yeah, thing is I so like intriguing. That. I did like that about the first movie. I liked the flying parts. And how much did they pay per hour? The the Navy was like paid over eleven thousand dollars an hour for the plane. But I think that's seems a great like a deal. Thank you. It does seem My like a good first deal. First thought was, wow, eleven thousand dollars, and you can get this plane for an hour. That seems when you look at. Someone broke down. I mean, how for much God's Al- sake, it costs almost that much to get go karts. Well, I know, but someone broke down how much Albert Pujols made, and wasn't it like before his second time coming back yeah, to the Cardinals? Cart, wasn't concert. it like sixty thousand dollars an at bat? That's what it broke down to. Mm, it was I mean, something ridiculous. It's, it's not like far that. off of that. Whatever number you throw out, I'll believe it because yeah. I can't do math. Yeah. So, so this was a deal, and also the, just unprecedented access to these planes because all of the actors were in the planes and yeah. they set up the cameras themselves. Mm. I love the idea of Airbnb for Navy fighter jets. Yeah. It's literal like you Airbnb. should be able or uh, what's the, the the app oh Turo. Turo's the app where people loan out their cars and same it's the same concept as Airbnb. People can rent your car from you. My brother did that Turo. Yeah, a I have a friend who swears by it. He did an Audi R8. And I got to ride in that thing. Oh, that was a fun car. Yeah, it's I'm, it's really nice. I wouldn't mind driving someone else's car, but I'm not letting anybody drive mine. Yeah. No. Not going to do that. Like, you can pick it just like Airbnb. You can say, here are the things that I want. And then you can just rent somebody else's car and go drive yeah. it. So I think we should, the, the bottom line is we should, the, the Navy should allow this for civilians. Yeah. We should be allowed to rent <laughs> a $30 million plane, Lieutenant.
Well, Top Gun Maverick pulled in an estimated $156 million during the Memorial Day uh. weekend, which was record-breaking for a Memorial Day weekend release. Good for Tom. Not a surprise, by the way. Looking forward to the new Mission Impossible when that comes, though. Oh, uh, what's it or called? Or is that already out? Seven-something? Whatever. It'll be amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. When I see it, it'll be amazing. All right, hang tight. We got, uh, what do we call it? We got uh, final thoughts. Like, things that have slipped through the cracks. Each of us has something. We'll get to that next up on the show. All right, final thoughts on the show. Day one. Obviously, day one of many. Uh, looking forward to catching up with you guys again tomorrow. Although tomorrow will be a short show. Uh, tomorrow we'll do an hour leading up to maybe an hour plus 15 minutes or so leading mm-hmm. up to Cardinals baseball here on KMLX. It'll be an afternoon game tomorrow with the Padres and, of course, the Padres getting out of town. Uh, Cardinals tonight should point this out. Final thoughts because we didn't do this in our Cardinals segment earlier. Wayno uh, and Yachty start tonight. Um, right. That that's a show literally every time it happens. Yeah, like that to me, that's something you should you would buy a ticket for. Yachty and Wayno are by the end of the year, barring injuries, will have the most starts together of any pitcher and catcher yeah. combination in the history of Major League Baseball, and we should not overlook how cool that is. People do buy tickets for that. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you guys were talking earlier about how there's a lot of things that have been interesting for fans every five days. Yeah. You've got a show with That's those two. That's a great two. point. Every five days. Okay, we have a lot of political ads on this station. And have you noticed a phrase? And really, Wait, we have poli- political ads? I know. Oh, My know. opponent is a bad man. What kind of conservative votes? Or a bad lady, I guess. Depends on which one it is. That's exactly right. Well, the the term that comes up a lot is radical agenda. <laughs> <laughs> and your idea was it's brilliant. Just- I think that's a sick band oh, name. It really is. We are Radical Agenda. <sighs> it's kind of band, the, what kind of band are you going to be? A hundred percent a punk band. Well, or an indie band whose name is far more exciting than the music they create. Well, it could be an indie punk band. It could be. There is a band. I thought it was Nobody Likes You, Boris Yeltsin, but the name of the band is actually Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yeltsin. There oh. is actually a song called Radical Agenda by the Vitamin Party. <laughs> The vitamin that party. That's what it says on Amazon Music. I, I Google. I googled it. That's what they say. It's called. I'm, it's called. The song is "Radical Agenda Go." I really by vitamin want to party. that name out. We're going to yeah. have to listen to this when the show's over. So mm. then we were talking about how I thought it was nobody likes you, Boris Yeltsin, but it's really someone still loves you, Boris Yeltsin, and those sound like rival bands. Yes, and I said I want rival bands like we have rival teams in sports. Yeah. And we know these things come up every once in a while, like bands that hate each other and yeah. they, they don't get along on tour. But I mean, it needs to be a daily, regular thing. Like, so they get in fights? Like, well, or they, verbal things. Like, do they maybe walk up to another one and then uh, Will Smith slap him in the that face? Would be. <sighs> or okay, Tommy Fan slap, whatever you want to call wow, it. Oh, I know. How about that? I, Why would you. Dude. Sorry, sorry for the sidetrack here because of this, but I mean, like, you wouldn't slap somebody because they were being a smart ass with gift files over fantasy football? Isn't that what you're supposed? Isn't it the whole point of fantasy sports? Yeah, is yeah. That you somebody needs you to slap talk? somebody. Somebody needs to lighten up, Francis. You know, <laughs> Man, I'll I mean, tell you what. Seriously, dude. Tommy Pham, I've always found him to be entertaining, and I, I and I I do appreciate players, especially in baseball, because so many baseball players historically have been averse to saying anything. Right. <laughs> right. So I I love yeah. I love. The fact that he talks. Yes. But there is something wrong with that dude, man. There is, there, there's something wrong. Isn't he the one that had all the altercations at the stabbed. strip club? He was stabbed yeah. at a strip club. Now, 
I, 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 at one point, multiple times he was stabbed. At one point, That's what I mean. it was more than once. Well, multiple occasions. At one yeah. point, I think I was like the <laughs> vice like president of the Tommy Fam fan club. Like, I love this guy. Yeah. I me love too. the way he plays. I love that he's got that drive. Apparently, what drives him is anger, though, because it seems like everything, everything to him is a slight. Yeah. You know, like the fact that he wasn't signed by a lot of teams this offseason, he was like, I'm just here to put up my numbers in Cincinnati. I'm like, well, if I'm a Reds fan, Thanks for saying that. I'm glad you really want to be a part of the team. Which I'm okay with that. Like, I, if if you're an athlete and you have to tell yourself that nobody believes in you to be fired up to produce, go Whatever ahead. motivates you. Do whatever you have to do. <laughs> but don't, don't slap Jock yeah. Peterson over fantasy football trash talk. Well, who knows what Jock Peterson said exactly. Well, he, Maybe showed, us it was, the, he showed us the, the, oh, he the showed text the, exchange. Okay, I and didn't I think he see showed the, actual... the gift Because he used gift files to make a joke. Mm-hmm. And ah. apparently, like, Tommy's like, you don't know me like that. And like... You're fantasy football trash talking. What are we doing? This is why I don't play fantasy football. No, it's not. Yeah, because then uh, somebody might get smacked, and it'd probably be me. All right. Do you say GIF or JIF? GIF. It's GIF. I've heard that it's GIF. The, 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 guy, that cre- the guy that created it says, says it's GIF. GIF, but that's peanut butter. Well, I'm not saying that. He's wrong. So someone had Because the, the first word, G stands for graphic. Graphic yeah. has a hard G. It's GIF. I don't care what the inventor says. Yeah, it's giraffe. a GIF. Yeah. Giraffe and GIFT. Usually, when an I follows a G, it's a hard G. Like the word, the, but word, the word graphic, graphic has the hard G. Is is the G in GIF? But I think you would go by phonetic rules when you're looking at GIF. No. Mm, no. Here's mm. what someone suggested. Plus, it just sounds bad. Some of that matters. Yeah. Like it it's peanut matter. butter, man. GIF but, is peanut butter. But here's what someone suggested. I can't say like I sent you a GIF. Why would you send me peanut butter? <laughs> no, to finalize it, it has something to do with that. What you do is you have another peanut butter company be GIF and say GIF. And then they go to court and it's adjudicated and the court decides if it's GIF or GIF. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> You thought about this a lot. I have. Uh, that was like a Spicoli moment almost. Like if you're you here. Your and if face I'm is here. a Spicoli moment. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. My God, you have the absolute best comeback. <laughs> Every one of your comebacks is gold. Well, your your face is stupid. <laughs> Amy, I disagree with your take on the Supreme Court. Well, yeah, I mean, you you got a dumb face. <laughs> Someone should adjudicate your adjudicate. face. You're just that's so great. Anyway. Um, we didn't mention this yet. We should uh, just we have a couple of minutes. Uh, the Blues wrapped up. Uh, mm. The year today, they wrapped up, they closed things up at Enterprise Center. You make had the it sound like it was their choice. The Blues decided to end the season. Well, no, they ended, decided to end this today. Like yeah. the, this is the day that they chose to wrap it up over at Enterprise Center. Um, what would you say were the highlights, Ronj? I mean, we had an explanation of the water bottle. Which, yeah. So, uh, I, do we have time? We have, yeah, we have I can a minute. This already. Here, here's what he said. This is his exact Jordan quote Bennington. on the uh, throwing the water bottle at Cadre. Uh, Quote, I went to get my knee checked out mid-game. I was coming back to the rink. The game just ended. Walking down the hallway, I couldn't find a recycling bin on my way down to the hallway. And right before I walked into the locker room, I see him kind of doing the interview, smiling, laughing, and I'm here in a knee brace, limping down the hallway. Just felt like it was a God-given opportunity. I don't know. I could just stay silent and go in the room or I can go in the room and say something. Just have him look me in the eye, have him understand what's going on, something to think about. I threw the water bottle, an empty water bottle. It landed like two feet from him. It is what it is there. Yeah. 
I, people made a big deal out of the said. water bottle thing. I'm like, man, I think I, everybody, everybody yeah. think it was full. Like a full Even if water it bottle, was, he didn't like whip it at him. Well, it could hurt. It's not if like you an throw overhand a... throw at the brain. It was like if flipped you, and landed on his feet or something. If you throw a full water bottle at somebody's head, that will hurt. He didn't do that though. Well, I know. Well, that's maybe what people thought. I appreciate that he both noted the God-given opportunity yeah. and the recycling bin. He's green. I, he, yes. Even in his anger, he is green. Always be green. But his decision was must hit the player. Well, no, it landed like two feet from him. Uh, no, 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 I agree. I agree. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the show today. Hey, stick around. DGS is next here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.